0: What's up, everybody? This is podcast Game Overse, episode 0-1, no zero six two episode sixty two uh, from March Saturday, March sixth, twenty twenty one. I am Wasabi Ice Cream and man with me, Rick here as always.
1: What up, everybody? I am excited. We have. I took a week off last week, uh, some some personal shit, but I'm here now, and I'm excited to go over some games, man. Um, I just want to open up with. I start. I bought Bravely Default two. Nice. The other day, fucking excellent, my dude. Um, it's excellent. It's a lot of fun. It's really deep. It is not an easy RPG. So if you want something you can just grind in and stomp everything, that's not the game for you. The bosses are very tough. They require a lot of strategy and foresight. This is the kind of game where a boss kicks your ass, so you try something different, you get a little bit closer, then you try something different after that, and then hopefully beat them on like your third, fourth try. But it's a lot of fun. I've been reading a lot of reviews on it. people have been complaining about how hard the bosses are, and I don't understand. People complain when games are too easy, people complain when games are too hard. Like what the I, fuck?
0: I heard people were talking about the um some of the systems that were in the original game aren't in the this one anymore is that yes
1: um there's a couple things that are gone that really frustrate me like so in the original game um enemies popped up randomly it was like a regular rpg where random encounters happened but there was an option to turn off or turn them down or make them more frequent if you're trying to grind um, that's gone because enemies show up on the overworld now. So you can just avoid them. And if you're strong enough, enemies run away from you anyway. So it's not too big a deal that's gone. Uh, the big thing that drives people crazy, and I've noticed this too, is some quality of life changes. So in the original game, so how Bravely Default works, to those of you who never played it, um, you have two systems, Braving and Defaulting. Defaulting is like guarding in any other turn-based RPG. When you default, it basically stacks that turn. So you can move more turns later. Um, braving is where you use up those turns to move more. And what's cool about the game that makes the gimmick really neat is that you can kind of like bankrupt yourself in turns. So if you like get into like a random encounter, you can like have your guy move like four times at the start of the, the start of the game. But if you don't kill everything, then your guy can't move for those four turns so he makes up that deck. Does that make sense? I'm probably, like, over-explaining it, but it's it's really cool. It's a really fun system. And defaulting kind of lets you, like, build up, save those turns up. So, for example, you have, like, a healer character. You can keep defaulting and guarding. You'll take less damage. And let's say bad guy uses a move that, like, wipes out your whole team. Well, you have all these turns stacked up. So you can bring your team back up to full health and start getting those turns back. It's really cool. Um, the original game had this cool system though, where if you wanted to use a bunch of uh, use use one attack, for example, like there's like a spell you wanted to cast, you can highlight the spell, tap the right trick, tap the right trigger, and you just brave all. You just brave that out and use them all up in one go. Now you have to manually select you want to brave like four times and then select that move four times. It takes up a lot more time than it needs to. Um, So little things like that. And the game's filled with like little quality of life changes that kind of drive me crazy. But the game itself is so fun, I'm, I'm willing to forgive it, especially since this one's a lot more technical than the first two games that have come out. Don't get me wrong, they were fun games. They were really fun. I liked them a lot, but this one, I feel like the bosses are so much tougher that they require you to really like pay attention to what you're doing. Like you can't just go out, grind, make your character really strong, and hope to get through the fight. Like you have to really pay attention to what moves you're using, when to brave, when to default, and it's a fucking blast, dude. I love it. So I recommend, like, if you've never played the older games before. Um, For what I've played so far, it doesn't really reference the other games too much. So you can still get into it. Um, and if you have played the other games, I mean, this is just like a a harder, more technical version of what you've already played, albeit with some quality of life changes that are gone. Don't even get me started on the job system, there's so many jobs you can play and you can like cross those jobs together and multi-class in them. And you can even pick specific abilities from other jobs, passive abilities if you want. It's So much fun. Like, it's... This game is fucking deep, dude. (laughs) I know I keep gushing about it, but this game is deep. There's a lot to customize with every individual party member. God, I love it. I can't talk this game up enough. I love it so much. Everyone, if you have a Switch and you like JRPGs, this is definitely one to pick up. I highly, highly, highly recommend it.
0: And this is the third Bravely game?
1: Yes. So... This is where it gets weird. There's three games. There's Bravely Default, Bravely Second, and this is Bravely Default 2. From what I've been playing, a lot of concepts and stuff come back in this game. But I haven't seen anyone reference any of the earlier characters or past game events yet. So I have a theory. It's kind of like Final Fantasy where the numbered games are different worlds and don't have anything to do with each other. They just copy over some of the... uh, some um core ideas and concepts but i don't know i have no idea i haven't played the game that deep and the bravely default games have a uh, habit of being very meta in the way that they play like these games kind of understand that they're japanese rpgs and that's kind of part of the story it's a bit like undertale in that way especially with the first game I don't want to spoil anything to anyone who hasn't played them yet, but these are very self-aware games, and I'm sure the naming structure is um, related to that. But I haven't gotten deep enough into it to confirm that yet. But it's for when I played. If you haven't played the other games, you can definitely play this one. It doesn't reference the other games enough. Uh, you'll be at a slight disadvantage because you won't know how the other games played. So you know you're you're learning the system. The bosses can be really tough if you've never played a game like this before but it's still a lot of fun i recommend anyone who likes turn-based rpgs get this game you you won't regret it it's a lot of fun
0: i don't know if i have the patience for another 300 hour jrpg
1: it's a lot of fun um i have no idea how long the game is now that i think about it i think i beat the first couple games and i think like 80 hours 60 hours maybe a little bit longer i can't remember like I'm,
2: uh, I'm
0: I, I haven't, I haven't played Persona Five in a while, just because like,
2: I'm like, I don't know.
0: I love Persona Four, but Persona Five, I'm kind of just, I, I feel like I'm losing interest.
1: You're not uh, the first person to tell me that. I've talked to a lot of people who play Persona Five after coming off of Four, and I think, I think this is like a personal opinion, but I think the story in Four is better than Five. Yeah. And that, even though five has all these like quality of life changes, I think the story and the characters are better in four. And that kind of pushes you through it. Cause you know, in four it's such a good mystery. Like you want to see what happens next, but with five, I feel like the storytelling is a little bit simpler. A
0: lot of downtime. So you kind of,
1: yeah. There's a lot of downtime in five. Um, it's still a good game, though, and I, I recommend it. If, if you get bored with it, that's totally fine. You're not the first person to tell me that. I know people who like bowed out of the game because of that opening. Because that opening fucking... God, that, that opening takes forever, dude. It's like a six-hour prologue, eight-hour prologue. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people who bowed out of it from there. Um, it's still a fun game, though. Um, I just checked out Bravely Default to on how long to beat. And if you want to like 100% the game, you're looking at like 60 hours, 65 hours of play, with the main story being like 40. So it's not like that long a game. Okay. So if you don't want something to dump like 100, 200 hours into, this is fine. You're not going to do that. But the game's yeah. still fucking phenomenal. And... I actually got the game physical because Best Buy was having, if you bought the game physically, you got this like table mat and coaster set. And honestly, they're kind of shitty. I kind of regret getting (laughs) it. (laughs) The coasters are like fucking cardboard. So those are going to get ruined the second I try to use them. And the table mat is basically like a glorified poster. It's like paper. Nice. Which when you think like table mat, you're thinking like, like a canvas table mat, like maybe like a rubber table mat, not like paper. This is like a poster. This is not a table mat. <laughs> you know, I can't wash this off if food gets on it. It's fucking, it's gonna fucking ruined. Um, yeah, it's
2: hanging on the wall.
1: That's what I'm thinking of doing. I was talking to my wife about it and she was like, well, we can get some frames and like frame it all up together. And that'd be cool. But they fucking give you the table mat, like folded, So even if like I unfold it, it's still going to have those like creases and that kind of pisses me off a little bit,
2: but man,
0: I I never buy like collectors shits. Like I don't either, but that's just with it. So that's the only like, unless it's like, unless it's like super like rare, like you can only get this, like the only stuff I have collectors are stuff that I've backed on like Kickstarter or, um, or like Indiegogo or whatever. Like I got the um like the blood stained Kickstarter backers thing. I got the Shenmue Kickstarter thing. uh I remember um Q games. Q Games, uh the guys that make the the Pixel Junk guys, they had a yeah, Kickstarter yeah. for their uh their soup game. Um and they had some like cool stuff that came with that. Like that's the kind of shit that you just can't get, you know. Just walking into GameStop. Um, like that that I kind of like. Uh well, not that I like it, but it's like a game. It's it's games that I want to support. So um, like I think I got some ukulele stuff. Yeah. Like it's games that I want to support, and they they just give you stuff for that.
2: But
1: I'm a lot like that too. That's why I got this, because like I was gonna pay the same price whether I bought digital or physical and these like these collector's items, these placemats were like, they came with it if I bought the game. So I was like, all right, I'll get some free stuff with it. Yeah. Um, And it's not like a one-of-a-kind thing. I don't have like any one-of-a-kind like collector stuff. Well, that's not true. I have some limited stuff. Like I bought Persona 5 when I got that originally. I got that uh, Take Your Heart Edition, which I think like goes for quite a penny now and when I got Persona Q I got their collector's edition too. That's only because like Atlas puts like a lot of effort into their collector's edition so yeah. they're usually like $20 more and you get like all kinds of shit with it like a plushie, a bag, a fucking art book.
0: I always open my shit too and like ruin them like I never think I about do too,
1: man. <laughs> I do too man. Like I'm looking up at like Take Your Heart Edition for Persona 5. I paid like $80 for it and a new unopened edition goes for like almost four hundred dollars.
2: <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so
1: that's cool, but it's whatever. Honestly, like I buy it for me. I don't buy it for the intention of like reselling it. I just buy it because it looks cool. I like to look at it and
2: yeah,
1: have it up on my display.
2: Yeah,
0: well that's um that's bravely default two. Yeah, for you. Uh... Go
1: pick it up if you have a Switch. Go pick it up. It's a fun game.
0: I think that the, the last thing the current thing the only thing i've backed right now is psychonauts 2 on fig and i don't think that comes this, with anything i think that just comes with i get both a physical and digital version so i think they that's, just released
1: a new trailer for that didn't they
2: did they i don't know i
1: thought they did maybe it was just youtube like recommending me stuff i've been on this weird trend where youtube recommends me the most random shit. And I'm like, oh, is it a new trailer? No, it's a trailer that came out like three years ago. Why is it recommending it to me now? Yeah, never mind. It is like an old trailer, like from seven months ago. It just sucks because like when it pops up, it's like Psychonauts 2 new trailer. And you look, it's like posted a year ago. Yeah. So that's why. Never mind then. I retract that statement. There's no new trailer for Psychonauts 2. I, I um, own the first Now, but I never finished it. I should, like, go play that.
0: <laughs> it's so good. So good. Yeah, I, I played
1: went... it for, like, an hour, and it was pretty good. It's not a bad platformer. I think I'll, like, download it and play it. I've been looking it, for a new game to play. It
0: gets better the, the more you go. Like, it's it, it starts off slowly, I guess, like, purposefully to, like, teach you about, like, the mechanics or whatever. But mm-hmm. once you get into it, the... The the levels just get so much wider and uh more difficult and more like infuriating. But yeah. It it gets I was gonna say,
1: isn't that like most platformers just they yeah. have like this mountain of shit that you need to learn? So they start out really simple and when you unlock yeah. more moves, that's when the game like really starts to open up.
0: Yeah. There's like tons of shit to collect and um I just like the the characters and the story is just really fucking good. Just really good
1: story was funny like i remember playing it for that hour and i'm like this is fucking hilarious that was like the old that was i can't remember times like i've laughed like genuinely laughed at a game that much before yeah like it feels like a cartoon i would have watched if i was a kid and i love it for that (laughs) damn i want to get back into it now i remember having a lot of fun with it why did i stop (laughs) i'll get back into it one day um what about you You been playing anything new yet or anything you want to talk about so we'll I played
0: uh I played a good game and a bad game. Which one do you want to hear about first?
1: Well let's hear the bad game first and we'll get into the good game after.
0: Okay, so uh that um that outriders demo is is out.
1: And, uh, yeah, I played a little bit of that. It's it's okay, but I only played it for like an hour. I'm sure like if I got back into it, I might like it more. But what did you think of it?
2: Um,
0: I think, uh, Square Enix is two for two on the bad games of service games. (laughs) Uh, they are, I I was saying they're either super brave for putting this demo out or super confident. (laughs) Uh, because, um, this has turned me off of this game so fast. Like, first of all, so like it, it starts... It starts with these, like, a bunch of fucking cutscenes and, like, you walking and talking and shit. So, like, the first, like, 30 minutes, you can't even, like, shoot... You can't even, like, do anything.
1: Um, Yeah, it's got a fucking... And, like, they know it takes forever, because after you get past that cutscene and you pick your class, it's like, yo, by the way, if you want to play other classes, you can skip that whole opening hour. (laughs) Yeah. And, like... I was
0: I was bored out of my mind just from the from the jump. I was like, you guys are like, you you haven't made me care about your fucking game yet to even yeah. want to sit through all of these cutscenes. So I ended up just like skipping most of it to be honest, just yeah. so I can get to the gameplay. And it was still like thirty minutes, even yeah. skipping everything. I was like Jesus. Um, so once you once you finally get into the game, uh, which like by the way the story is like. The storyline here is like and actually the gameplay as well is a lot like Mass Effect Andromeda.
1: Dude, I was getting a mad Andromeda vibe playing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, where it's um it's like Earth is destroyed, I think, and I I skipped a lot of the story so this is what I picked up. <laughs> uh, I think Earth is destroyed and all the humans are in cryostasis on a bunch of ships, you know, like Mass Effect. And then they're you like you're, you're trying to find like a new place, I guess. Right? Yeah, I the think, big I gimmick
1: think... with this though is that like you get superpowers from this like lightning storm. It doesn't really make it too clear.
3: Yeah, and
1: you wake up like twenty years later, and the planet that was once like this vibrant, like planet ready to be populated, it turns into like fucking Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, like people are waking up. There's not enough resources. Everyone's fighting it's a neat concept but like it takes so long to get to the point dude like
2: yeah like you can't have
1: it both ways if you want to be like a gameplay focused games of service game do that if you want to be a story driven rpg like mass effect do that but don't fucking combine them
2: (laughs) yeah and then
0: not only that but it's it's like andromeda mixed with the division because uh the whole the whole gameplay is like the, there's this cover system and um it's like cover-based shooting mechanics but you also have yeah. like these like um which and there's this like is what i like on cool yeah down. yeah you got these powers and the powers is actually really cool um there's four classes i think it's devastator technomancer pyromancer and
1: yeah
0: uh trickster and um I picked the Trickster, which is more like a sneaky assassin type. Uh, yeah. They've got. I this picked like-
1: the Devastator. I like the the front line fighter class. But what's weird about it? Sorry to interrupt you, but what's weird yeah. about it is the game focuses like, oh, there's like no health packs in this game. If you want to heal, you got to fuck people up. Like that's yeah. the whole like it's a hook. So like, what makes these characters different if you can heal by hurting people? I get the Devastator. Is like oh you get healed by using oh, what is it killing people that are close to you, yeah. But the pyro you you get healed from like using your spells or your abilities. So like what's really the difference if the whole point of the characters is DPS? It sounds like you know what I and mean. That's
0: that's the thing. The other thing is that it's um it's the the game has this whole fucking cover mechanic that it discourages you from using. Because yeah. <laughs> every second you're in cover, you're not like, you're not healing. So you're like, exactly. and I, I think the tagline is, uh, cover is for pussies or some shit like that. Like, well then why the fuck have the cover then? Um, exactly. Like I did end up playing this with, um, I think I, uh, it was like, I had a group of three, it was me and two other yeah. guys and, um, when you when you have, when you have a group, you're not using fucking cover at all, dude. You're, I mean, yeah, you're just dude. running up on motherfuckers and just like shooting the shit out of dudes. Like the cover system exactly. is completely useless. So I don't I don't know why it exactly. exists. Um, like
1: that's how I was playing the Devastator, and like the only way I can heal is if I kill people that are like close to me. So if yeah. I sit in cover, I'm fucking dead. Like there's nothing yeah. for me to do. What's cool is that most of his abilities are like close range based. So like he has this like ground pound. It hurts enemies like directly in front of them. Uh yeah, uh, I unlock this ability that makes them more durable so I can take more hits without getting staggered. Um so those are pretty cool, but it wasn't like maybe I mean, gotta play more of it from what it sounds mm-hmm. like. The the main gameplay loop doesn't change too much no matter how much time you put into it.
2: Yeah I
0: think one of the biggest things that surprised me about this game was how fucking uh linear it is.
1: Yes, dude.
0: Um there are no like if you've played destiny you've played division uh like even like mass effect to a certain extent like all of these games yeah. have like huge open areas that you know they'll tunnel you like they they start open and then they'll tunnel you into certain sections that are more linear but this game the entire fucking thing is linear like straight yeah, line
1: yeah uh it feels like like gears one <laughs> like yeah. how linear it is actually well you say um, that
0: these guys it is made by people can fly who did make gears judgment yeah. and bullet storm bullet uh, th- those guys which i
1: got excited for because i was like people were comparing it to like i remember this review i read about it or this uh interview i was hearing about it people were saying like oh um the consensus is it's gonna be like a third person shooter destiny but no it's a third person shooter diablo and I was like, oh, that got me excited. And then I played it and I'm like, no, this it feels like Gears of War with a power system.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, which yeah, again, the, the powers are like really cool because Yeah, they're cool. They let you use them a lot because they they have really yeah. short cooldowns. So mm-hmm. you can really just like pop your, your powers out. I think um I I played the, the trickster, so like they had a power where you can like pop a bubble. And whatever's Mm -hmm. in the bubble slows down. So like when you like when you when enemies shoot shoot at the bubble, all the bullets you can see the bullets slow down and like do this like Mm -hmm. time stop Mm -hmm. thing. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, They also have like a teleport ability that like teleports you behind enemies. So like you can teleport behind them, and then they have another skill that is like a swipe. Uh, It swipes, Mm -hmm. and then like whatever's in the range of the swipe gets immediately disintegrated. It looks fucking awesome. Uh they just turn into skeletons and then like they explode. It's fucking crazy. But it looks badass. Uh but when you like when you use that like teleport ability, it like you're you teleport behind a guy and then you're just out in the open. Like you you have no retreat after that, which kind of sucks, but so you kind of have to like think about how you use that, but
1: yeah. And, and then, like, that's, that's the thing that's crazy about it is that like, there are some cool ideas there, but I feel like the game as a whole, I'm going to be honest, all the whole time I was playing it, I was like, I can be playing remnant and getting a better experience.
2: Yeah.
0: Or, you know, like destiny is free to play. Yeah. It's free to start at least, uh, this game is trying to, you know, they're going to sell this for a full 60 bones. And I'm just not, I'm like, you really got to think about what you're doing here because yeah. it's just, it's just not, uh, it's just not, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah. Like, it's there's not,
1: some, and that's the bummer. Cause like when I heard about it, I was like, oh, this might be cool to check out. Um, this might yeah. be like my new, like gaming obsession. And then I played the demo and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe not.
0: Because I I thought like looking at all the trailers and stuff, like pre-release stuff, I thought it was going to be more like Borderlands, but I thought it was going to be Division, but more Borderlandsy, like more over the yeah. top. Because the thing about Division is that it's like, you know, it's got that Tom Clancy's headline on it. So anything set in the Tom Clancy universe, it kind of has this like, it's very much grounded in reality. So you can't get over the top as you would with like a borderlands um, so I was hoping like this would have like the crazy shit that I want like out of Borderlands but yeah. it would it would play more like The Division but I just I just was it's it's crazy to me how um
1: how bog-standard standard it is <laughs> Yeah 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 No I felt the same way. I might give the demo another shot. I only played it for about an hour or two, but you're not the first person to tell me that it doesn't get much better after that. Um Which is a bummer cuz like it's funny because I actually bought the Borderlands 3 DLC like a little bit a little while ago. It was on sale for like twenty bucks. So I'm like, sweet, I can pay twenty dollars instead of like fifty for the fucking season pass that they want me to pay. Um and I actually had more fun with Borderlands than I did on the demo for for uh Outlast or Outlanders.
2: Yeah.
0: Um there there is this huge like skill tree. Um it was like a huge like skill tree where you can like kind of build your specific character and yeah. some of the top tier weapons, which you don't, you don't get to see too much of in the demo, but like once you do some like the, the, like the, the final like side missions, you get these weapons that'll, um, they'll, they'll enhance your, your skills. So like they'll, they'll yeah. add like another function to your skills. Like uh, it'll make your bubble shield, uh, It'll make my bubble shield like it'll it'll heal my uh, teammates if they're inside it or um like do that, like some of the some of the uh, epic weapons or I don't know what, what the fuck they call them in this. But the, the higher tier equipment has like stuff attached to them and like elemental stuff. Like modifiers, and, yeah, yeah, modifiers, um which could be really cool once you like start like actually building into your character and, and trying to see what kind of how you want to like optimize your stats and stuff
2: um
1: so it might be cool to look into but would you say it might be worth it like you know if the demo is kind of indicative of what you'd be facing in the game you think maybe went on sale for like 30 bucks it might be worth picking up
0: 30 definitely uh yeah. especially if you have like friends who are going to get into it um because it, it was a lot more fun with um with a party it was a lot more fun with the party, and just like juggling your different skills, like combining your different skills as well, um, was just a lot more fun. But like, it's just, it's very, uh, yeah, it's just, it's very average. Uh, also, okay, like I'm watching back. Uh, I got a playthrough of it on 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 our uh, YouTube channel, so you can watch that as well. Watching this now, I'm I'm noticing again how many fucking load times there are. There's so oh, many fucking yeah. load screens, dude. Um, even like between uh area transitions between levels, like because all the levels are like a hallway and then you open a door and then the load screen happens and you're like, what wow. the fuck is this? Like we can't just Destiny doesn't have any once you land on the fucking planet, Destiny doesn't fucking load. Once you like uh division doesn't fucking load. Like there's no load screens in these fucking games. I don't understand why this game is it feels like a PS3 era game. Uh where they <laughs> It, it really does. It just It's it's so out of place, like, today. It, it boggles my mind.
1: Yeah, that's one thing that kind of drove me crazy, too. I'm like, there's a lot of load times here, way more than I'm used to.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, there was a bridge. Uh, <laughs> There was a bridge. There was, like, a section where you have to, like, jump across a bridge to load into the next area, and when you hit the jump button or when you, like, hit the button to, like, I think it's, like, square to, like, open or interact. Uh, you hit it, and then it like fades out, fades into a cutscene where you, it's like a two-second cutscene where you just you jump across the bridge, and then fades out again, and then fades back into a load screen, and then fades yeah. out, and then fades in. I'm like, you had to do all of that just for me to jump across this fucking bridge, like not even like, it's like two feet, like a two-foot uh, gap in this bridge. You have to like yeah, dude. do all this loading dude. for me to get across.
1: And not just that, but, like, it's not, like, this isn't, like, a beta. This is the first couple hours of the game that's going to be coming out. So. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's, um I don't know. I, there's people who are into this. I'm sure it'll, it'll find its audience. But I think this is another, like, Square Enix two for two, like, Avengers and this. I, it, I don't think it's going to do well. I really don't.
1: Um, we'll see. It's getting a lot of buzz. IGN likes it, but well, I don't. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe you know, if it gets enough attention, I might pick it up later if it's cheaper. But I oh, don't know, man. I was excited. I was like, oh, this is gonna be my new thing. This is gonna be the new game I come to. This is gonna be uh, my. This is gonna replace Diablo for me for a little bit. And I played it, and I was like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's not gonna do that.
0: The dialogue is really bad the dialogue, the is, dialogue like, is terrible bad it, there's these moments where um i guess your character is like the just uh, like anti-hero kind of where you're like making quips and stuff but like it's like, rogue it slingshots between being like serious and being jokey like constantly yeah. and it's like never quite sure what tone it's trying to reach uh like to the point where I'm like laughing out loud because I'm like, there's no fucking way that you like thought that this was a good thing to say at this moment or uh, like, it's just so over the top and ridiculous. Um, yeah. I don't know that that game. I, I'm not, I'm, I, I want to see how, uh, how this pans out to be honest. Uh, Cause it's not, it's not, it's not great.
1: Yeah, I, I felt the same way. Uh, hopefully, maybe once it comes out, everything after the demo is like fucking awesome. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, it was, it was super disappointing <laughs> when I was playing. Um, so, God damn. I'm, I'm did, just gonna stop being excited for games. Well,
0: not entirely. I mean, you can be like excited, but like, there's always gonna be that like, like that that level of the question you're always going to have that question in the back of your mind like, man, is this really what they say it's going to be? Because you've been burned so many times now, and yeah. you know, never learn our lesson and burn at that stove. Uh, but I did play a good game, a very good game. What yeah. was it called Cyber Shadow?
1: Yes, um, I played that a little bit a couple weeks ago, and that game is. Pretty fun. It's made by uh, Yacht Club Games, the uh the Shovel Knight guys, right?
0: Uh no, they they published it. So I think they're they're like publishing games now, but I think I forget who the developers are for this. But um <laughs> All right.
1: it's pretty fun. What'd you think about it though? I want to hear what you thought before I start saying anything.
0: It's incredible, it's great. I, I loved it. I, I did a stream of it, so that's archived up on the YouTube as well, gameverse.com slash YouTube and um i almost played through the entire fucking thing but um which i think was about like 6 hours so like i got pretty close to the end and it's like a mix of ninja gaiden uh contra mega man uh just like all these classic games just just put into one and it's just it's it's great like it nails it uh it it feels great the the soundtrack is phenomenal uh graphics are great the powers uh, are a
1: lot of fun too. The cool
0: yeah, the powers, there's a lot of powers you can get. Um, the one the one criticism I have is that it doesn't feel, uh, parts of it doesn't feel as crisp, uh, yeah. like movement wise. Uh, it doesn't feel as snappy as you would like. Like sometimes. Yeah, would, there's
1: a lot uh, of parts where it feels like really loose or floaty. I know exactly what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. Um, there's like there's, this underlying floatiness to it that you wouldn't expect for like someone's supposed to be a ninja like there's a lot of like floatiness in how he like handles it doesn't handle as tight as you would expect, but it's still once you get the hang of it it's not like too bad but
2: yeah but like, um, they're coming
1: into this expecting like to handle like ninja Gaiden on the NES it's not gonna feel like that yeah it's a little bit looser than that but it's still a fun game like I had some yeah. fun with it.
0: Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's yeah. It's
1: not
0: as it's not as difficult as you would think. Like there's there's um, like you probably have the most trouble with bosses, but even the bosses like they they do follow like a strict pattern. So like you'll have trouble at first, but once you go in like for like a you know the fourth or fifth time, you you start learning their patterns and they they follow their patterns like strictly. and yeah, it's 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 just it's really good. It's a really good um action platformer. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's on Game Pass, so you know if you have Game Pass, go check it out. That's how I played it.
0: Yeah, it's on Game Pass, <laughs> played it on there, yeah. And yeah, so it's about like six or seven hours if you're just playing casually. There's it there's a bunch of stuff, like side stuff you can like collect as well. Um, which I never bother with, but uh yeah, got nothing more to say about this game other than it's fucking it's great. It's so, great, go play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, with that, let's get into the news, man. Uh, so we had uh, two presentations. We'll start with uh, the PlayStation comp. It was uh, the Sony State of Play conference uh, back in uh, February 25th. Uh, we had quite a bit announced that day. Uh, Crash Bandicoot forcing a PS5 update. Uh, we're looking at native 4K, targeting 60 FPS. So, when they say targeting,
3: <laughs>
0: does uh, that mean it's
1: not like consistent 60 the whole time?
0: I don't know. <laughs> what, what, you know what that probably means is that they're going to have like the option for like, uh, you want to balance performance? Mode? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, they will have, to... we'll have to
1: wait and see. Um, there's a lot of quality of life changes with it though. Like you're getting uh, faster load times. Um, it's actually getting um, support for the adaptive triggers the PS5 controller has, um, and enhanced 3D audio. And these are all free upgrades for the game and save transfer from PS4 to PS5 with a free update. So if you own the game on PS4, you can play it on PS5 with these enhanced features, um, yeah. which is fucking cool. I love, That's the way it should be. If you're not gonna give me backwards compatibility, at least let me like upgrade my cross-gen games for free. Um yeah.
0: I um, I'm still waiting for this to hit PC. But is this the kind of game that? Because I I haven't been following it heavy, but like, is this the kind of game that you would play through and then be like, oh yes, I finally want to play through it again, except uh, with good graphics or like I don't know, like. Cause I mean, I the 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 one other game that I did that with was uh Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd go back
1: to it just for like, oh, it looks better now, or yeah. Which I- I'm kind of going back and forth on that too. Like if I play it, it's gonna be one time through. Well, because the game has a lot of side content too. Like you yeah. can replay some levels, I have remixes some of the levels. So the game, it's kind of like Mario, you know, where the game really starts after the story's over. That's when like the real levels start. Um, So I can see like if you're already playing it on PS4, you upgrade to PS5. Like it's just like it's a free upgrade for it. So there's no reason not to continue where you left off on PS5. Um, But it's cool that it's happening. It's better than nothing. It's cool to see that. Um, It's set to come out March 12th with that update rolling out the same day. Um, I'm excited for it. I want to play Crash Four, but I never played. I've never played a Crash Bandicoot game, and everyone tells me the trilogy is really good. Anyone um, in the chat, like, should I play the trilogy? Like, is it really worth playing, or can play I the, skip
0: it? Play the first game.
1: The first game. <laughs>
0: that's it. Yeah. That's All the only right, one I'll I played. Try I think I'll I give have the trilogy.
1: I wonder if like it's on Switch, right? So maybe I can play it on Switch. That that wouldn't be a bad option.
0: I think so, yeah. But you know, it's also on PC.
1: I just get everything on PC because fuck it. Um, I just I like my Switch. I like playing it on the go, even if like graphics suffer a little bit. Yeah, I just like playing on the go. Um, we also got an announcement of a new game. So we got well, this game got announced a while ago. We didn't hear shit about it until recently. Uh, Returnal.
0: Got yeah. quite a bit
1: of got quite a bit of a uh, gameplay showing so up. So the the thing about
0: this game is that every time they showed it, I'm like, what the what is the game though? Like, yeah, what, same, like, same. Um so now I think I think I finally understand what it is. It's like um mm-hmm. it's a roguelike, obviously. Yeah. Um and I think it's progr- the progression is like run based, kinda like Hades. So I think they just they made they made Hades basically, but their own, yeah. like, version of it is what is what it, which, I think it looks like.
1: Which I'm cool with, because it has the, like... It has this, like, really cool third-person power-based gameplay, kind of like Mass Effect Andromeda, which I liked. Uh, that's the only thing I liked about Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, and it has the roguelike systems of a lot of roguelikes, but the progression, and the story is told through these, like... These runs, kinda like Hades was, which is something we loved about Hades. Yeah. Is that the story's told, despite the fact that you're starting it over, the story doesn't start over. The story keeps progressing. And I like that about this game. Um, it looks fucking cool. Like
0: it's a housemark joint, so like they know how to make solid gameplay. So like I'm not even worried about that. Who uh, made this game? Uh Housemark. So they did Resogun and Ooh. uh super stardust was that them yeah so I like they 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 know how to make a good like game but this is the first time we've seen them actually make something like this like something as like uh with slightly bigger scope than, than those yeah. games less less arcadey
1: one thing that wears me out about this game though is that it is a, it's a ps5 exclusive right it's not coming out to ps4 not only is a PS5 nice.
0: exclusive, it's a $70 game.
1: Yes, it is a $70 game. Which... So uh,
0: <laughs> that's th- this this whole state of play. I was looking I, I'm looking for a reason to buy a PS5 like now. Um, and I don't think they presented like a good argument as to why I should yeah. buy one now.
1: A lot of the stuff here is cool. If you already have a PS5, if you're lucky enough to yeah. get a hold of one. It, this, this stuff here is cool, but like like you said, nothing here is convincing me to like go out and drop dime on a PS5 today. Yeah, which is a bummer. Like it, it's cool to see it because this is some cool shit that I'll get to play once like, that killer app comes out, or once you know that combination of killer apps comes out that justifies me going to play it, um or go to pick one up. Um, but this looks cool. Like honestly, this is coming out on PS4 or like PC, I, I would have bought it. Like I, I would play this game but it's not enough to get me to go out and buy ps5 over no matter how fun it looks yeah
2: so Returnal. um
1: yep that's returnal um we also got a look at knockout city which we talked about a little bit a couple weeks ago the first time it got announced um back on the i think it was a nintendo switch direct is when we first talked about it yeah Um, we got some playstation footage of it um it's basically rocket league Rocket League with like dodgeball mechanics which yeah. pretty Rocket cool. Like we talked about it a little bit Rocket Arena, my bad.
0: Um but it looks better yeah. than Rocket Arena because uh they've got it, it seems like they thought about a little bit more with this game. Not much yeah. more, but it's it seems like this is doing a bit more than than Rocket <laughs> Arena. Um like this looks like something I'd rather play, but again, yeah the price has
1: to be right and like the audience has to be there. Exactly. Like that's why like as fun as this looks, I'm not picking this up day one. Because the uh the, the audience is gonna determine it. The player base is gonna determine how how long this game lasts for and how fun it is. Um, um I,
0: this is like a it's like a three v three battle royale I think. Or maybe the like the one v one mode is but they said um the the <laughs> arena gets like smaller like as 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 the match goes on so that's like an interesting concept i think
1: yeah and i'm into it there's a ton of game modes for it, so it's not like a one trick type of game um i'm into it dude i definitely want to play it um again i'll wait till some sort of the reviews come in see what the player base looks like but this looks fucking fun <laughs> like i'm yeah. not gonna lie this looks like a lot of fun yeah um, we also got another announcement for a uh, Sifu. Oh no, sorry, we got a Hades coming out April thirtieth, which we talked about a little bit. No, I'm fucking look at the wrong goddamn notes here, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm fucking all kinds of mixed up. Look at my phone, so sorry, my bad. No, Sifu got announced. Um, it's from the developer Slow Clap, the same guys who did Absolver. Um, what do you think of this game? Because it looks interesting, but I didn't really see a lot of gameplay from it. Yeah, it looks
0: yeah, it looks interesting, but like again, I'm not sure what the game is. You know, kind of reminds me of those um, John Woo. Wait, was it John Woo? Those uh, like Dead to Rights, is that the game? Is that, the, is that the I think I know game? what you're talking about. Dead to Rights. It was like a um uh, I don't even. I, there were there were two games that uh fuck. There was a, there was that game, and then there was a game that was like, uh, everything was spicy and caliente. <laughs> what
1: the fuck are you talking about? Pete? I have
0: no idea. <laughs> Tequila. His name is Tequila.
1: <laughs> oh God, I know what you're talking uh, about. Shit. Uh, Stranglehold.
0: Stranglehold. Yeah. So there's Stranglehold. Yeah, the John and Wu
1: then, game. <laughs>
0: uh, that was a John Woo one. So the uh, yeah. other Rights is the other one. But I don't know. That's what this reminds me of is like kind of like a martial arts mixed with but there's no gunplay in this. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. It looks interesting, but uh, definitely need to see more really of it. It looks really interesting.
1: Um, I liked the, uh, there's a reference like 30 seconds in where he's beating up dudes in a hallway. Like that's a straight up reference to old boy, which if you haven't seen old boy yet, fucking phenomenal movie. But I like that because it kind of tells me what is inspiring these guys, you know, to make this game. yeah um it looks interesting, but I want to see more gameplay of it. I mean, I like me some beat em ups. I like me some fighting games, and this looks like a like a good match between the two. Um, I haven't played Absolver yet, even though I have it on p s four It was a uh, PlayStation plus a while ago. Um, yeah. that was another game that's like. like...
0: It's it's pretty like that. That game was also based around like a lot of melee martial arts type stuff. So it seems like the a natural that progression. I off of
1: Absolver though. Is that Absolver was more like a Dark Souls clone with like a martial arts setup? Yeah. Which I don't know. I, I have to give it a try. I, I don't have an opinion on it. Um, this looks cool as fuck though. I really like it. Um, what else did we get? Uh Solar Ash got announced. Uh, by Heart Machine, the same guys who made a Hyperlight Drifter, which I never finished it, but I fucking love me some Hyperlight Drifter. That yeah. is a phenomenal game. And Solar Ash, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know what the fuck this game is.
0: It's like a platformer. Yeah, uh, it's like action platformer type thing. Not totally sure. Um, I think they use the word RPG, which I mean everything's an RPG now, so. That kind of doesn't mean anything, but I don't know. It looks interesting. Definitely not what I, uh, it's not what I loved about Hyperlight Drifter. You know, Hyper Light Drifter was very much like a Zelda-like, mm-hmm. uh, and this is very much not that. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: but it look, it looks cool. It looks really cool. Um. This is probably going to be one of those games that get a lot of critical acclaim that I just don't get to try until it's too late. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it looks really interesting and I do want to check it out. So hopefully, you know, once we get some more info on it, some gameplay gets announced, we can get, take a look at that. Or some more gameplay gets showed off. We can take a look at it. Um, we also got a look at five nights at Freddy's security breach. I mean, it's five nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. Um, No, all jokes aside, this one it's interesting in the set and the fact that you're not like sat down in an office anymore. You're actually like exploring the area, trying to hide. So basically, every other like survival horror game that's come out in the past like what six years, um, it looks very amnesia esque. It has a weird look to it. it does have a weird look to it
0: the movement Um, and the like graphic art style looks really weird it almost looks like a point-and-click adventure but like but
1: you can move around really yeah it's super weird because it has this like detailed like lighting and ray tracing but the models look really like low res without actually being low res you know what i mean like yeah yeah it's really weird and jarring, especially the environments. Like some environments definitely look better than others.
0: There's like oh, a weird, so really weird, there's yeah. a weird, like fuzz. It's there's there's like a weird, like film grain on it.
1: Yeah. Mixed with
0: like, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's got a, it's got a weird look to it, but also like the way the movement, when they show like the movement, like it's, it moves weirdly too. It's weird. It's kind of unsettling, which is, I guess what they were going for, but
1: Yeah. Um we'll have to wait and see when that comes out. That's set to come out on a little bit of everything, right? PS5, PS4, and I think it's got a PC release scheduled soon too, right? I think so. I think NVIDIA showed it off when they were showing off some of their other ray tracing stuff that the new cards can do. Um It looks interesting. Um I'm not a Five Nights at Fridays fan, and this game is honestly not enough to make me a Five Nights at Freddy's fan. I'm not really interested in this game at all, but you know, it's, a lot of people are. It's a popular franchise, so if you're into it, we got this new game coming out. We got a little teaser for it. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye open for it once uh, more stuff gets announced. Um, we also got Odd World Soulstorm, and the PS5 version is to be included in PlayStation Plus April 6 for PS4 and PS5. Um oh no, sorry, it's coming out April 6th, PS4 and PS5, but it'll be included only for PS5 on um for PS Plus. Um I've never played an odd world game, I'll be honest with you. Um that's not true. I played Strangers Wrath a little bit, but that's not exactly like a traditional odd world game.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but this looks really interesting, dude. I'm really into like this dark, dreary Mm -hmm. atmosphere that these games play out um and it's it's a it's a really interesting mix of like this dark dreary atmosphere mixed with like kind of like lemmings where you're leading this group around but it's also like a 2d platformer like i, 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 I don't, i've never played them before so I, i'm not probably not the best person to talk about it, but it looks cool
0: i, I like was it. never a fan never a fan of these kind of games like this like out of this world or uh Flashback or, like, Prince of yeah. Persia type shits. Like, yeah. I, I was never uh, never a fan of these, so I'm probably not
1: going to play this. Uh, it looks a little bit snappier than those games, though. It's not trying to do that, like, kind of yeah. heavy, realistic movement. You know, it looks like a a more traditional platformer. Um yeah. But I've never played the other games, so maybe, like... <laughs> You know, it's I'm not gonna have the same experience with it as someone who's like a fan of these games. Uh we'll have to wait and see, man. It looks cool. Um, I know there's a lot of odd world fans out there who've been dying to see this game come out. So good for you guys. Um and it looks gorgeous. Like it's a really pretty looking game. Like I, I know I didn't say that earlier, but it's it looks really pretty. Um we also got an announcement for uh Kina Bridge of Spirits that's set to come out mm-hmm. August for PS4 and PS5. Yes, dude. This, this game is... looks like a fucking cartoon. I am I'm into it, dude.
2: This is
0: What'd pretty much think? the only thing I I want out of everything they showed here. <laughs> um it's coming to PC, so I'm I will be getting it on PC. <laughs> but uh yeah, it, this this reminds me of like a like a type of game they don't make anymore. Like, yeah. Like a Jade Empire or um I don't know if you ever played Sudeki, reminds me of Sudeki. Uh throwbacks. If you know, you know on those games, but
1: It kind of reminds me of uh what's that? God damn, what's that game that came out on the Xbox 360 forever ago? It was like a launch title for it. Cameo, uh, cameo? Like cameo, yeah, cameo. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of cameo a little bit. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Well, that game was bad, so let's not <laughs> let's not go there.
1: What's funny with this though is that, so he, that new Disney movie is coming out, Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh yeah. And this kind of reminded me of that. I thought this was like a Raya tie-in until I yeah. got to see the character a little bit more. Yeah. But honestly, like this looks fucking gorgeous, man. Like this when the Ratchet and Clank game came out, I was like, this is it. We hit this point where like games can look like animated movies. And this is like the next level of that. Yeah. Like if you had told me this was like a Disney movie, I would have believed it. Like it looks
0: crazy. The developers of this actually are like they were like animators basically. And they made a really good um, on their YouTube channel. They have a really good Majora's Mask animation. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot what the fuck they're called. They're called like Fire Studios or something like that. Um, They have a really good Majora's Mask animation. But um, yeah, this is pretty much the only thing they showed that I want, and uh, it's coming to PC, so I'm not going to buy a PS5 for this. But it's also coming to PS4.
1: PC on Epic though, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's on Epic, but I mean, still on PC. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah. Ember Lab, that's the name of the developer. Ember
0: Lab, yeah, Ember yeah. Lab. yeah.
1: What have they done? You said they did that.
0: I'll I check... think their... Oh,
1: yeah, I have seen that that animation. Yeah,
0: they're, they're, I think this is their first game, but they've been just doing like strictly animations before.
1: Yeah. And it looks cool, man. I'm excited for it. Um this looks dope. I'm definitely gonna pick that up when that comes out, probably on PC too. Um we also got a good look at Deathloop.
2: Yeah, finally. This
1: is one, yeah. This is one I've been like, what the fuck is this for the longest time, man? And
0: actually, to be I honest, to be honest, I still don't know what the game is.
1: <laughs> Dude, same. I'm still not entirely sure what I'm looking at. Like, but it looks like it's kind of doing the same, like it looks like it's kind of doing the same progressive um story progressing um roguelike kind of like what hades did and what returnals gonna do it kind of reminds me of that but with that uh arcane studios like well maybe but
0: from what i understand it's like a it's a it's a versus game like you're versus other players
1: are you, I didn't get that vibe from the trailer. I well, exactly, know I exactly. That. You <laughs> didn't get
0: that vibe because that's not, <laughs> but I think you're you an assassin and then there's another assassin who has the same target and you're both trying to compete to get to the target, I think. So like when they show, they, they, they show, but they don't really convey that in, the, in this trailer, but I think that's what it is. There's like a bunch of assassins and you pick, it's like a, you know, a character game you know like an Overwatch where there's a bunch of characters or heroes or whatever. Yeah. You choose the, you know you choose one you like and then I think another player is in there
1: and they choose one and then you both go after a target. I think It looks really cool for the time. Like the powers are neat. Like I Arcane fucking nails, you know, those that power system. Yeah. Um and I want to see more of this but I still don't entirely know what experience I'm going to get. Like, it looks neat, and I like the art style. It's got this, like, 60s, like, 70s, like, retro vibe to it. Um, I just don't know enough to, like, have an opinion yet. But it looks cool, and I love me some Arcane shit. You know, I like Dishonored. I fucking love Prey. So, I'll be watching this one with vested interest. Yeah. But I still don't know what the fuck I'm getting into if I pick this game up. Yeah, I'm still. It, it looks cool, but
0: I just need to know what the game is. Uh, yeah. Like that's all. That's all I need
1: to know. Yeah, dude. Same. <laughs> but it looks cool. It's definitely on my radar for sure. Um. Now here's something that uh. I want to talk about. Yeah. We got Final Fantasy VII remake Intergrade. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake is coming to PS Five. Uh, better graphics, better load times, a photo mode, and it's including the Yuffie DLC. But the Yuffie DLC is only on the PS5 version. Is that and if you're okay. upgrading from PS5 to PS4, you got to buy it separately? Okay,
0: so that's that's. I was I wasn't it wasn't clear whether the Yuffie episode was PS5 exclusive. Because I know they said you had to buy it separately but I wasn't sure if it was only on PS5 Yep. Um, I've if... been
1: reading about this for a while it's only available on PS5 um, due to the fact that it was developed on PS5 and it's using the optimization of the PS5 to the fullest extent so good news because it kind of gives you an idea of like what the future of Final Fantasy 7 Remake releases are going to feel like because those are going to be developed exclusively for next gen systems But it's kind of a dick move that. So they're selling the game separately. You can buy Final Fantasy VII Intergrade, which, or Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, dumb fucking name, but I think that's just a Square Enix thing. And that is like a separate standalone game. If you haven't bought, if you haven't played Final Fantasy VII yet, you can buy this, and it comes with FF7 and the UFI DLC. Or you could upgrade to the PS5, but you got to buy the UFI DLC separately. But another thing is PlayStation Plus did release Final Fantasy VII Remake for free. And if you downloaded it on PS Plus, you cannot upgrade to the PS5 version. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stipulations here, which... I, I understand why it needs to be so complicated, but at the same time, if I need like a fucking chart to explain how to play this game. <laughs> um, the Yuffie DLC looks cool. Um, I like Yuffie as a character. I think she's really neat. And watching the gameplay, but the game looks fucking really pretty. The game looks beautiful. Yeah. And... I mean Final Fantasy 7 remake it already looked really good on PS4. It just needs to fucking come to PC now, but whatever. <laughs>
0: yep, I got burned too many times. I'm I'm waiting. I'll wait. I can
1: wait. Yeah. How oh, long are you willing to wait though? Kingdom Hearts has been out for like what two years? And that's just coming out on PC? I'll wait. <laughs> uh <'cause>, fuck this. <laughs> Um, I downloaded it on PlayStation Plus, and it's okay. It's not bad. Um, I like what i played so far. Um, We'll have to... I keep saying it. We'll have to wait and see how this gets received. Because I don't know how... Did they even announce how long the UV DLC is going to be?
0: I haven't seen. No. I mean, it's like... It's like another chapter, so I would assume it's like maybe like four hours long, max, maybe like six hours max. But
1: uh, according to Game Rant, the UFI DLC episode adds two more chapters to the
2: game. Okay, that's definitely... so we're
1: expecting, like, yeah, it doesn't tell me anything. Um, I don't know, it doesn't tell me anything, so probably less than 10 hours, I would think. Well,
0: there's like there's there's segments in this game in the base game that like you can go oh that's that's a chapter when it was really like a couple minutes long so but well, whatever
1: <laughs> that's not a good sign um <laughs> what well, doesn't it
0: doesn't specific it doesn't like it doesn't tell you what the chapters are but when you go to like save the game it tells you like hey it's chapter 12 and you're like 12 where the fuck did the other one like you know it's like they kind of fly through but
1: yeah um it looks really neat and I'm not surprised this is happening because I knew when FF7 remake got announced they said the games would be released in chunks I was just hoping that we would get a full game after FF7 remake you know not like an in between chapter yeah and that but.
0: one that was like you know exclusive to a platform that it doesn't work with the game i already bought
1: yeah so i don't know um we'll yeah, right. either um, i'll wait for it to hit PC. It looks, uh, yeah i'll wait for it to uh, i mean i'm looking for excuse to buy ps5 and i don't have one yet so i don't know when i'm gonna play this um i waited forever to play ff7 remake and the only reason I'm playing analysis was free on PlayStation Plus, which I can't even upgrade for free if I get it. If I get it. So I'm going to have to rebuy it on PS5. Now, here's another thing that confuses me. Do I need to rebuy it on PS5 or can I go out and buy a physical copy of the PS4 game and upgrade that? But if I'm buying the DLC anyway, would it be cheaper if I just bought the game again on PS5? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know it's uh again if i need like a chart to like understand how i'm doing this maybe uh maybe it's not worth checking out but (laughs) it says um how does how does the disc
0: upgrades work do you still need the disc in the system to play
1: it every time you want to play it yeah it says right here to upgrade your ps4 disc version of the game to the ps5 digital you need a ps5 console with this drive
0: that's the upgrade, but if I wanted to play that digital version, do I still need the PS4 disc in there
1: every time I want to play it? I would assume so, because then you can just buy the game used, upgrade to the physical, upgrade to the digital, and then return the game, or borrow it from a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's such... So I would assume that you have to like put the disc in every time. That's such a fucking, like,
0: backwards-ass that's so much. That's so much shit to go through just to play a a digital game. I mean, I would rather. If I have to use the disc anyway. I would just buy the, buy the disc, or whatever, or just buy it digital. Yeah. a digital. You're gonna you're getting a digital version of a game. If you're the kind of person that likes a disc, you wouldn't want the digital or uh, whatever. I don't know what people want. I get everything digital, and I don't have to deal with this shit. So. <laughs>
1: No, that's fair, um, and that's the thing that bugs me too. Is that they announced that people who download the way it's worded, people who download the PlayStation Plus version of FF Seven, cannot upgrade to the PS Five version. So, does that mean that version of it can't, or can I still upgrade with a physical copy, or am I totally locked out of upgrading once that download is in my history? Like, I don't. So I, don't I know. think
0: I think what you can do is when you're, when your PlayStation Plus expires. I think it lets you buy the game after that. So you would have to like let your shit expire, then buy the game, and then you can upgrade, maybe. Sounds
1: like a pain in the dick. I don't want to deal with that. Sounds like a pain in the dick. Um, but yeah, this is I knew this was gonna start like a conversation because like there's so much like red tape behind this like DLC upgrade. But you know, if you guys know how it's gonna work, or tell us how you feel in the comments. We do this live every week, so let us know how. Let us know what you think. We might uh, shout you out in the uh, in the podcast. Um, Actually, probably will shout you out. So go ahead, tell us what you feel. Uh, we also so, got a Pokemon presentation.
0: Oh, sorry. Oh, well, I was gonna say, just get everything on PC, and uh, you don't have to. Yeah, there you go.
1: It. Yeah, when you upgrade your hardware, guess what? You got the upgraded version of the game. Um. <laughs> We also had a Pokemon announcement. Uh, there's a couple little things announced. The little opening in the beginning was pretty interesting. I just wanted to touch on that because they went through the past like 20 plus years of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, We got some announcements. We got some new looks at Pokemon Snap, which eh, it's okay. It looks cool, but I'm not going to drop $60 for this game, if I'm being honest. um, It looks neat. It looks interesting, but not enough for me to go out and drop new game price for that it's pokemon um, snap, it's
0: a prettier pokemon yeah.
1: snap so yeah basically and that's just the bummer of it because we have photo photography games that have come out before like you know you like bug snacks would be a really cool concept to introduce in a pokemon snap umarangi generation if that had like a pokemon snap like version like a pokemon snap that plays like umarangi generation would be fucking neat yeah um But this isn't enough to get me to buy that game, dude. Like, I'm not paying $60 for this. As cool as it looks, as much as I love Pokemon, I'm not dropping $60 for this. Um, Let's get to the stuff everyone does want to talk about, though. We got Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, and Shining Pearl are coming out late 2021. These are remakes of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, the Sinnoh Pokemon games. Um, These are getting a lot of flack for the art style because, I mean, look at it. It, it, the overworld <laughs> has this weird chibi art style but when you get into a fight they have the more realistic models that were that modern pokemon games have i mean pokemon sun and moon didn't have these chibi models and that came out like that was like what a generation two generations ago um i like diamond and pearl i like the sino region games, so this is definitely on my radar um, I think it's weird that they chose that art style, though, because it's not like the Switch can't handle it, especially since, like, in battle, again, the character models actually look like how they should. So well, I, I mean, it's a,
0: it's a port of those games, so, I mean, I, I, I guess they just did whatever they wanted to do with it.
1: I guess. I mean, or... they did the same thing with uh, the Link's Awakening remake. yeah. So I guess it's not too bad. Um Now, here's the one I'm excited for. Uh we got an announcement for Pokémon Legends Arceus which is dropping early 2022. Uh this is something you've wanted for a while. You want a Pokémon to get the Breath of the Wild treatment. Well Okay,
0: hold on, man. Hold on. Here hold, it on is. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Just hold on. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I already made. I did a rant video about this. Uh, I did
1: not see the rant video. I was busy. Okay. but tell me what you tell me what what your rant was. Give me the, the no, clip notes version of your rant.
0: Basically, basically everyone's calling this Breath of the Wild Pokemon, and that's not yeah. No, man, just because. No, what do you
1: mean? No, look at just, this shit.
0: Just because it looks it looks like Breath of the Wild or like it's a fucking open world quote unquote doesn't mean breath of the wild okay breath of the wild is so much fucking more than just an open world okay like that that game is incredibly systems and mechanics driven and i highly doubt you're gonna get anything like that in this um this is akin to like pokemon let's go you know let's go eevee where it's like it's it's slightly open world, but it's like a complete half step uh, in terms of what you would want out of if they just fully put all their attention into this. Um,
1: what are you talking about? This looks way more massive than like anything we've seen in a Pokemon game so far.
0: OK, dude, there's no there's no cities. There's no towns. There's no uh there's probably not going to be many NPC like there's no it takes place like in the past before there was even like Pokemon trainers so there's no like yes it looks massive sure it's big it's open world i sure but I don't just want an open world it's not enough to just open world is is, a, is such a diluted term it's not it doesn't mean anything just to say open world these days, okay there's so much more that has to go into it now. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn is an open world, and I hate that game.
3: <laughs>
0: wow. Like, this, if it's is not, like,
1: this is what you've been asking for forever. No, it's and not. It's coming out, and you're like, I hate it.
0: <laughs> I'm not asking just for an open world, okay? I'm asking for, like, a good open There's There's bad open worlds, and there's good open worlds, okay? Like I don't 5. even know what
1: open world this is. It hasn't even come out yet.
0: Sure, sure, and I and I fully and I fully admit that it's it's early. They probably showed this game way too early, by the way, because it looks bad. It looks bad. It looks bad. Uh, but I'm not gonna sit here and go, "Oh my God, Breath of the Wild." When there's fucking there's nothing here that says Breath of the Wild to me, other than oh, it's an open world. Why why is it why do we say Breath of the Wild instead of tens of thousands of other open world games? Uh, I'm just not. It's not. Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild to me is so much more. It's so much more than that than just fucking open world. Okay, it's oh shit, oh shit, it's raining. Oh shit, it's a thunderstorm. So I have to like completely rethink about everything I'm doing right now because it's just it's a fucking thunderstorm. Like that's the level of detail that Breath of the Wild has. And I I highly doubt that this is going to have that. So
1: we don't know for sure. It probably could. We (laughs) We don't know.
0: We don't know, we don't but we know. can't we can't just say open world equals breath of the wild. Like that's fucking that's complete in the other direction of like <laughs> th- putting on putting onto this game something that I I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in this and you can mark my words on this right now that it is not gonna have that same level of detail. I'm confident in that. But I'll wait would, and
1: see, man. Twenty two years is a long time.
0: It's coming I'll, out. I will acknowledge what? that uh I would acknowledge that it's early, but I'm pretty confident in how fucking, you don't understand, dude. I, and I said this in the in that rant video I did, uh, GameOverSat.com slash Twitch, you can fucking watch the video I put up where I just fucking talk shit, man, because people don't know this. People don't know this. Pokemon Company is the richest media franchise on the planet by several billions of dollars, dude. Okay, the fact that we get trash upon trash, um, the fact that they're not putting out the best possible games ever is is a kick in the face to me, dude. Like I, I'm not gonna sit here and, and buy these like trash games over and over because they they just they just want their like bottom dollar. Um this could be so much more than it is and no one's gonna give a fuck because it's like it's a it's slightly better than 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 what we expect from them but like I'm not I'm not gonna get fooled by that shit dude like this this should be the best game ever made period and it's not going to be it's just not it's just not so like I I will be forever skeptic of the Pokemon company until they prove until they prove me wrong so until until this comes out and it's if it is Breath of the Wild plus plus more then fucking i'll eat my words but i highly doubt it so
1: <laughs> i highly doubt it well wait and see man it's coming out 2022 i'm excited it looks very different from what we've gotten so far it and, looks different and i i
0: like that it's yeah. different but yeah. people putting that that breath of the wild tag on there it's just you're completely misunder you're, you're completely misunderstanding You're misunderstanding. First of all, what Breath of the Wild was like. Do we do we forget what that game did for open worlds? Like, it's it's not. You can't just say Breath of the Wild like any other open world. Sure, Breath of the Wild that game is so much more than that. But you know, I maybe maybe people got out of that something other than what I got. But because I what I liked about that game was the systems, the mechanics. Not just the open world, like fucking. I can look at this screenshot and yeah, it look, it looks like Breath of the Wild, but fuck, like I don't care about how the fuck it looks. I want how it plays, man. Like that's what's important. But, but sure.
1: Well, maybe it'll have that. We'll have to wait and see when it comes out. I'm. I think we're in two camps here. You're you're skeptical. I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm.
0: I'm very skeptical just because of the history of the Pokemon company. I mean, people are expecting, I don't know what people are expecting, but lower your expectations. because Pokemon company is not one to exceed expectations. uh, Ever, ever. And they could, they have the money to do it and they don't ever. So that's, that's where I'm coming from. Uh, All these people expecting something more out of this. I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what I don't know what I don't know how I don't know how you can expect so much out of this when they've never they've never given you that they've never given you that they've never given you what you wanted so I don't know why you think they will this time
1: <laughs> um, I am excited for it because it looks very different from what we've had before and hopefully this is a next step for Pokemon Company I mean Sword and Shield got a lot of shit because of how similar it was to past games, um, I'm hoping they kind of took that to heart when re- producing this game. But we'll have to wait and see. It comes did you, out. I'm, did I'm you read? Did you read the it. detail?
0: Uh, Do you know the details about this game?
1: I know nothing about this game. All I okay. know is the trailer, though, so like everyone else.
0: Well, it's extremely limited. Uh, it's not. It's not going to be like a full fledged Pokemon game. It's. It's very. Li- there's no cities. There's no towns. There's no trainers. There's no gyms. Uh, there's there's basically nothing. Where did you read
1: this? Where did you read
3: this?
0: They have a website that you can go and read. All it's set in the past, before there were ever trainers or anything. So there's there's nothing. There's a hub. There's one hub town, and that's where everything happens.
1: Where did you see this? Can you can you link this? They have a a website.
0: (laughs) They have a website with all the details on it.
1: Uh, I am going to check out this website now. Hold on, I'm pulling this up.
0: But I think they even say they even say in the in that uh, conference there uh, that there's no it's set in the past before there were ever trainers. They say that straight up in that in that in that conference there.
1: One second, I'm pulling it up now. I'm definitely going to check this out because I didn't hear about any of this shit. Um, I've also been, like, really busy with personal shit the past, like, a week. It's, like, the whole
0: whole point of it is, like, it's, like, you're, like, it's, like, it's, like, the Pokemon uh, Safari, but it's just open. So, like, the whole point is, like, researching the Pokemon you find out in the world and, like, starting a Pokedex and shit. It's not, like... It's not a real Pokemon game. It's not like a full-fledged Pokemon. Hold on. I don't want to talk about this, because I already did a video on it. <laughs> where everyone is shitting on me because I'm right and they're wrong. But, you know, it's not you're new like
1: you like that Hannibal meme, just like, why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs>
0: When the when the shit comes out and you you're proven wrong, I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to bask in it. I'm just going to be like, you know, what did you expect? You should have known better.
1: All right. I'm going to read through this website later, but if you're right, I'll admit you're right, man. <laughs> I'm going based on everything that we saw here. Um, I had no idea this this uh, website existed. I'm going to read through it later, but we'll move on to the next uh, course of business. Um, some quickie news. Uh, Epic Games acquired Fall Guy developers, Mediatonic, which probably for the best, um, Fall Guys kind of you know came and went, <laughs> which is a bummer because yeah. I like that game, but they didn't do enough to support it. We talked about this in other podcasts. I don't want to repeat myself, but it's probably for the best that epic like you know acquired them i would imagine
0: Um, what they probably should do is first of all get the game on all platforms so uh like it's not on xbox yet and i think they only just announced it for for switch so first get it on all platforms then make it cross-platform then make it free to play then they can double down on cosmetics and all that shit. Um, which is probably that's probably how they're gonna go about doing this. Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: that'd be the best course of action for it.
0: Um And then anyone anyone who bought the game, once it goes free to play, will probably get some like credits or whatever just to compensate uh their 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 early adoption.
1: <laughs> what about people who got it on Playstation Plus like we did?
0: Uh well I got it on Playstation Plus, but I bought it on PC as well. Um, but they, they can probably, probably we
1: had so much fun with it when it came out, but once you play it for an afternoon, you're like, Oh, I've seen like everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I personally, I want more variety. I want more, um, just randomization. Like that was kind of the cool thing about like watching like a Takeshi's Castle or like a MXC. Was that they they had like their staple they had their staple yeah. uh, traps or whatever, but they also had like ones that would just make like one appearance or some shit you never seen before, and they they would mix and match components of them as well, so you never knew what order they would come in. Uh, but in Fall Guys, it's always the same every time. Uh, so I just want like I want more randomization in it, something unexpected
1: dude same um we'll have to wait and see what epic does with it but hopefully they can turn this game out because it is a fun concept i just want to see what they uh they can push it further and focus on the levels and less on the cosmetics and in news that surprised no one well a little bit surprising because you thought they would have done this earlier valve ended development on artifact (laughs) yeah um which are really surprised that this happened like remember when artifact got announced? Remember that fucking disaster? Yeah. (laughs) Everyone was cheering that Valve's got a new game, and then it was, oh, it's a Dota card game, and everyone just, aw.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and they launched it, and then
0: canceled it, and then relaunched it, and now they're canceling it again. But it's still going to be up for the people who, like I don't know, the seven people who enjoyed it. It's still going to be up, so you can still play it. It's free now, so... I don't know if it was always free, but it's free now. And um yeah, artifacts. I don't know. I think you I think you got to know when to like stop, right? You got to know <laughs> when to when to kill it.
2: So
1: or or maybe you know go work on Half-Life 3, you know? Jokes aside, I would love to see that, but whatever. Um yeah, but what like uh, like
0: we say that, but what, like, what would a Half Life three even be, right? Because yeah. If you think about Half Life, it, it always came with some revolutionary new tech, and um, I don't know. I feel like uh, Alex Half Life Alex was like their opportunity at a Half Life three for VR, uh, and it kind of was that. Like, it kind of is like the the VR like showstopper like that's the one that you you have to get if you have vr um but even that like not many people got to try it because of vr you know it's not as widely adopted yet as as you'd hope it to be so artifacts a little artifacts a little a little different in that like I don't know. It kind of yeah, didn't. It's a I card don't... Game, so. Yeah, it's a card game, and I don't know. It's a Dota card game to be specific. So, but you kind of have to be. You know, you have to. You got. You kind of have to like two shitty things. Uh, that was a little jokey joke, but. <laughs> uh,
1: I thought it was funny. <laughs> it made me laugh. Um, I mean. We're not surprised Artifact got canceled. It wasn't really that well received when it came out, and we don't know the only reason it came out was in response to um, Blizzard's card game. What is it? Um, Hearthstone. Yeah, Hearthstone. Which if you if you, I never thought Valve would be the people to like follow trends. You know what I mean? And that that's a I, I was like disappointed when Artifact came out because I knew that's what they were doing. Um. Now that Artifact's gone, hopefully Valve could like focus on other development ideas or maybe they'll just stick with keeping Steam running. That's all they need to do to make money now. They don't have to worry about making the game ever again. Um we did get some cool new trailers though. Uh I yeah. say cool, but I'm kind of iffy on them. Uh we got well, a Final fantasy VII battle royale for yeah. iOS and Android.
2: <laughs> so, I Which,
0: I don't know how I feel about this. It's uh interesting.
3: <laughs> That's I all
0: mean, I gotta say. I mean, uh, first of all, a battle royale, like why the fuck? And then, uh, iOS and Android, why the fuck? Like, it's 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 a combination of things. that I just don't understand why or how or who thought that this was a good idea uh i mean maybe maybe it will be maybe maybe it'll be the next big thing but i highly doubt highly I doubt do it, it.
1: Too. i just don't think there's a lot of overlap between like fantasy players and like battle royale players
0: yeah because i don't know when i when i heard about this i was like okay well they've got like Desidia. And that you know that could translate well into a battle royale, but it's like it's not that. It's like guns, and uh, like it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: (laughs) It's like yeah, there there are some powers and like melee combat in it too. So and you're still fighting like Final Final Fantasy staple monsters. So I don't know exactly what's going on with it, but
2: yeah.
1: I mean, it's coming out sometime in twenty twenty one. So once it drops, we can see like what the reception is. Um, there's also a trailer for Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Yeah. Now this is also interesting. So this is a direct remake of the original Final Fantasy VII with turn-based combat and all. But if I remember reading about, the twist is. That is taking the supplemental material for Final Fantasy VII before Crisis, um, Crisis Core, that's all being taken into account with this game.
0: It's, a, it's the entire Final Fantasy VII uh, series. Like, so yeah. Advent, Advent Children, uh, Dirge of Cerberus, um, Crisis Core, apparently. I mean, I don't know, like, what is what is it? When they say Advent Children, what the fuck do they mean by that? Because that was a movie. Uh,
1: yeah, before Crisis was, like, a visual novel, right? Or before, an anime yeah. series?
0: I, yeah, that was an anime. Dirge of Cerberus was a third-person shooter. Uh, so I don't, like, I don't really understand how they're going to make all of that work with this uh um so i'd be curious to see that they're only showing the final fantasy 7 here so um but uh what's what's cool about it is it it also does the the chibi thing in the overworld and then when you get into combat it does have like the good graphics which is cool but i don't know i would rather play this than final fantasy 7 remake if i'm being honest uh I mean I like I like what they did with the story and like all the extra context of the of the remake, but like it's a little long in a tooth.
1: Yeah, this seems like more of like a direct one to one remake with the supplemental material included. Yeah. Um my only upsetting thing is that it's it's on mobile. Yeah it's like, on why. Name. So I mean maybe we'll get it on Switch. Maybe. Well, I don't know, because like Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition, that came out on console, didn't it?
0: That came out on Switch only, I think. I think. Uh. But, yeah.
1: Was it only Switch? I'm looking it up right now.
0: If even. Maybe it never hit anything, but if it did, it was only on Switch.
1: No, it released on PS4, Windows, Android, iOS, and Switch. And Xbox One.
2: Oh, okay. Well, never mind, then.
1: So, hopefully, this gets the same treatment. You know, this it's supposed to be episodic. So, maybe once all the episodes are out, we'll get it on physical consoles. Like, I would love to play it on Switch. That sounds dope. Yeah,
0: maybe. I'm just curious as to... How they're gonna do it. i j I'm just I'm just curious as to how they're gonna do it, really.
1: Yeah, like is it gonna be like are they gonna make are they gonna shrink down Dirge of Cerberus, the story elements from Dirge of Cerberus, Before Crisis, Advent Children, you know, all that expanded stuff and make it like playable? Or is it gonna be like a retelling of it? Like, I don't know what we're getting here.
0: Well, because they do they do so show like Zach uh, they showed Zach here and it, it's in the style of what they were showing before. So I'm like, okay, like maybe they're just combining all the stories into that like one like Final Fantasy Seven style game. Maybe.
1: That's what it seems like to me. And I feel like this works really well because the FF7 remake that we got kind of subverts a lot of the story beats that the original ff7 had so this will be a cool way to like get back into the original story of it and play this whatever alternate universe ff7 remake that they're doing um yeah but it's, it's weird out. because
0: the the rest scroll of it the, the rest of it is like shot for shot final fantasy 7. so like it's weird or like both both ways it's weird I was like, this is shot for shot, Final Fantasy 7, but so if they were doing like shot for shot, it would, it would, uh, I don't know. You would, you would think that they would do those other games. Like shot for shot as well. I don't know. This is the ultimate wait and see (laughs) because it it can go, it can go any way.
1: Yeah, it can go anyway. Not just that, but it's being released episodically. So who knows? Every episode could be a different type of game. <laughs> and what Maybe. constitutes an episode? Like, is, FF, is FF7 going to be split into multiple episodes? Or is FF7 one episode, Dirge of Cerberus is another, and that's, that's a lot of fucking content to, like, cover.
0: Maybe. So how are they going to do this? Because, like, I mean, Advent Children, mm-hmm. again, like, Advent Children isn't even a game. It's like a fucking movie. So... Um, so it's you know True. It's, it's it's weird it's weird i, I just don't know yeah. what i don't know what they're gonna like and technically i think in the timeline having haven't children is like the last because if they if they were going to do this crisis core will be first right i don't i don't yeah, know anything about I don't, I don't i don't know crisis. anything about before crisis so
1: I think it's Crisis Core, before Crisis, and I think before Crisis you play as the, the Shinra guys, the dude with the red hair, what's his name? Um, uh, Reno. Yeah, I think it's be- Crisis Core, before Crisis, FF7, Dirge of Cerberus, and Advent Children. I'm yeah. probably wrong on that, though, so if someone wants to correct me, go ahead. No, I think um, that's it. You know what? Fuck it. Let's look at the FF7 timeline over here. <laughs>
0: but yeah so i don't know like if they're gonna like release it episodically would they do it according to the timeline or would they do it like according to how they released or yeah i don't know it's it's confusing um but it is i would rather play this than uh than the remake for sure yeah dude it
1: looks cool as shit um I'm definitely going to check it out once it comes out on console. I'm not fucking getting that on iOS. Um, but yeah, I'm into it. Wait, this is again the ultimate wait and see. <laughs> we know nothing about this um, other than it's happening. Uh, we also got a trailer for Subverse, which I don't know what I'm looking at. I've watched this trailer a couple times. It's like a. It kind of reminds me of like Rezogun or like other like, but it's also like a twin stick shooter yeah. with RPG elements. Like, like what am I looking at? <laughs> this is, I'm seeing a bunch of stuff. I'm seeing like a twin stick shooter. I'm seeing a turn-based RPG. I'm seeing a tactical RPG.
0: Yeah. I'm not totally sure. This like popped up one day and like it exploded, but it fucking, it looks awesome. It
2: looks <laughs> That's so all I know. cool.
1: It looks hella cool, and it looks like a lot of fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously, so I'm into it. Um, Yeah, it's coming to Early Access March 26th. Like, it's got dating sim elements. Like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Dude, I don't know what I'm looking at. I I keep trying to piece it together, and it's just so many other concepts. But it doesn't look bad. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely checking this out. I'm adding that to my wish list. This looks fucking dope as shit. Like, it's got, it's got stuff that I don't like,
0: but it's got stuff that I do like. So I'm like, Ah, uh, is there like, you know, you kind of have to weigh the good and the bad and be like, okay, what, what, what are we doing most here?
1: So according to the steam page. Yeah. Which, the game is marked adult only for sexual content nudity. It's tagged not safe for work. Um, According to the Steam page, it is a sexy new sci-fi parody where you command your own starship filled with, and I quote, the hottest babes in the galaxy. (laughs) Explore a story-rich universe full of wacky aliens before chilling with your favorite waifus who are ready to bring your fantasies to life. And in the trailer on Steam... I'm seeing this shit just get fucking railed by, I assume, the <laughs> <laughs> So this is like a Ford game, dude.
0: Okay, but it looks it looks good though. It looks, it looks good game. though.
1: Yeah, outside of that trailer, I had no idea this is a Ford game until I looked at the Steam page. There's horny part. There's
0: <laughs> horny parts in it where it's like, okay, this could it be have some stuff in it, but it looks like a good game though. Like weird. Usually, the
1: fucking uh, about this game page is. Well, The first two sentences are amazing. Uh, well, the first couple sentences. Welcome to a new era in adult entertainment. Tired of crappy, low-effort hentai games? <laughs> then enter the subverse. An old-school PC gaming experience developed from the ground up with a certain adult by a team of filthy apex perverts. <laughs> okay. Well. So it's a porn game with some effort behind it. Which I think I'm okay with. I think I'm okay with this. It's on my wish list.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking, I like Honey Pop, and that was that was a fucking great game. <laughs> Who says this one won't be good? Um. Thank you for introducing me to this game. <laughs> it is on my wish list now. Thank you for that, Savi. Um. We also got a trailer for Aliens Fire Team. It's a three-player co-op PVE shooter set in the Aliens universe. Um. I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. It looks cool. but
0: What I don't know is I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a Left 4 Dead or if it's a uh, Evolve.
1: Yes. Um, It's PvE, so I'm leaning more towards Left 4 Dead. But I don't know. Um, it looks interesting. Um, I'm a fan of the Alien franchise, but Alien comes in like two parts, I think. You have like the scary solo, you know, horror that is alien. Yeah. And then you have like the bombastic, crazy action movie stuff like Aliens. And we have games for both of those. And we have Alien Isolation for the former, and, you know, this, Colonial Marines for the latter. Um, Honestly, this looks pretty dope, dude. Left yep. 4 Dead with Aliens? Like, I think I'm into it. Even though I prefer, like, the scary part of Alien, this looks dope, and I, I would play this. I would play this a bit, actually. Uh, IGN has, like, an exclusive 20-minute, 20 25-minute gameplay, and it looks straight up like a third-person Left 4 Dead. I'm okay with Man. that.
0: It's coming in the summer on everything, it looks like. so.
1: Yeah. Except Switch. Uh, we also have NT Creates and Sunsoft releasing uh, a new trailer for Blaster Master Zero 3. Which, yeah. I didn't know there was a Blaster Master Zero 2, if I'm being honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was. I didn't play it, but I want to. Um, yeah, Blaster I Master Zero. Uh, Blaster Master Zero was the first game I bought on my Switch when I got it.
1: It was the first demo I downloaded for my Switch. Um and I um, liked it a lot.
0: Yeah, fantastic game. Uh
1: yeah, I need know. to pick it up. I'm going to I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to pick it up later.
0: Yeah. And from from what I know that the first game kind of adhered a little closer to the um original Blaster Master and then yeah. um 2 kind of did its own thing and then, and then 3 just looks even more badass and yeah i i it it looks like more good stuff and yeah i like it i want it
1: yeah dude it creates makes good shit they made the uh they made the good bloodstain games
2: yeah
1: um and they also did um god what was that other one gunvolts and mighty gunvolts and dragon marked for death a bunch of really good like Really good, like 2D platformers. That kind of remind me like the DS era of 2D platformers.
2: Yeah, you
1: know what I mean. Uh, when 2D platformers were taken a little bit more seriously, and they actually had some effort put into them. Um, this looks cool. Um, I'm definitely gonna. Now that I know there's a Blaster Master Zero 2, I might just buy the whole like franchise and get caught up before three comes out.
0: Yeah, they're good. They're good games.
1: Yeah. Um, We also got a pre-alpha mission playthrough for Elite Dangerous Odyssey. Um, I know about Elite Dangerous, but i never heard of Elite Dangerous Odyssey. What is this?
0: Odyssey is the upcoming big expansion to where you can land on planets and walk around. So, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, basically. Uh, But more, I guess, more accurate to what uh, they're doing with Star Citizen. Probably closer to Star Citizen. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to beat Star Citizen to the punch, which not gonna be too difficult because that game's probably never gonna come out. But <laughs> uh, yeah. so this, but this is what I wanted out of No Man's Sky, though. Like, not even No Man's Sky has this kind of um, this kind of shit going on because um, the whole the whole thing I like out of No Man's Sky, like I feel like it nails most of everything it does, except it doesn't have anything to shoot. Like you can, you, like it has like all these attachments and shit you can put on your gun, uh, which is like a mining laser, but like you can put it, an, an attachment on it that does like shotgun shit, but there's just nothing to shoot. So like this, this has shit that shoots and shoots back and you can shoot them. And that's yeah, what I want. i
1: this gameplay video. They're like raiding a military outpost. And this looks cool as shit. Yeah. Like I'm into this
0: uh like it's it's really fucking cool
1: yeah this might get me into elite dangerous now
0: (laughs) elite dangerous is like cool in its own right because it's like it's a full scale it's a full scale simulation of the milky way galaxy Mm -hmm. uh it's like our entire galaxy is mapped one to one in in the in the game like full scale um like so, you like you can even find Earth, and you can fly to like our our solar system in it, and it's all mapped full scale one to one. It's actually incredibly impressive. Uh, I don't know what tech they used to do it, but they found some way to do it. Um, and and yeah, so it, it was mostly just like hauling missions and like dogfights just out in space uh but they added uh some time ago i think like a couple years ago they added so you can actually land on the planets but you could only like drive around and and there's only like certain plants that you can land on yeah and now you can actually get out and like walk around and explore them uh yeah and this just looks fucking badass and wait let me let me skip to the shooting parts because there's
1: there's
2: shooting yeah i
1: skip forward to the shooting parts and it looks dope as shit <laughs>
2: but yeah so this
0: is what i want and and it does the like no man's sky thing of like yeah there's other players but it's so massive that you probably never run into anyone like um that game's already been doing that uh or this game's already been doing that but you can like team up with with friends and and explore together um yeah Elite dangerous it's it's badass it's uh more realistic than uh no man's sky like no man's sky is a lot smaller scale like all the planets seem like they're like you know you could throw a nickel and like hit the next planet um, <laughs> this one actually like there's actual like travel time and and yeah. shit
1: like that and like well, i'll gotta, definitely like, get into it um is elite dangerous free to play or
0: it's not free it's not but free. i think and I think this actually, this is like a separate DLC that you have to buy as well. Um, their last one was called Horizons, which was also like you had to buy that. Um, so I think you have to buy this one too. But it's 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 good, man. I got into it for a while, um, just like as a chill. Like I'm just gonna fly around in space and haul some cargo and make some credits and. Um, I think it's better Maybe. than it's it's better than No Man's Sky for just like for that. No Man's Sky is more of like a Minecraft. This is more. Well, I'm definitely is,
1: into it. I'll yeah. check it out for sure. Um, this next game I still don't entirely understand and I don't know how to pronounce it. Militsioner, Militsioner. Do you know how to pronounce uh, this fucking game?
0: I have no idea. <laughs>
1: M I L I T S I O N E R and yeah. it's developed by uh Tallboys and the big gimmick of the game is that you use voice commands to control it
0: well the big gimmick is in the sky <laughs> there's a giant uh like cop in the sky and um you I think the whole point is like it's it's an escape game so you're trying to like escape this city With his giant cop, is this looking down at you in the sky? Uh, Yeah, he just showed up at the end of this
1: trailer. Yeah, and but there's voice cuts too. Like there's scenes where like he's like yelling at cars to like stop, and they'll stop for him. Like it's it's such a weird combination of things, but I'm into it.
0: Yeah, this this looks fucking awesome. (laughs) I like. I feel like I need to play this now. Dude, same. So, so awesome and over the top.
1: Dude, same. Hopefully, when it comes out, we'll know if there's like a co-op mechanic to it. That'd be cool to play on the stream.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We still gotta try we were here. We were here. Uh we
1: game. do need to try we were here. Um I'll hit you up next time I'm free. Things are kind of fucky right now, but yeah. I'll hit you up next time I'm free and we can play some games. Um, We also got some new game releases are coming out. Uh, Apex Legends is coming out on the Switch March 9th, as well as uh, Gensu Skydrift is coming out on PS4 March 9th, and Stronghold Warlords is coming out on PC March 9th. I've never heard of either of these games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Gentsu's Sky Skydrift is like a oh, um, it's a Mario Kart clone. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Tohu racing game.
1: The oh. Yeah, which looks kind of interesting, actually. Like I would <laughs> reminds you that that jet skiing game. Remember that that uh oh,
0: Karan, think... Karangawa Jet Girls.
1: Yeah, how do you remember that?
0: <laughs> Why? Because I played it. <laughs>
1: Oh shit! You played it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. This, this, this looks
1: interesting. I mean, that's coming out on PS4. It's been out on Steam since like 2019. Yeah. But now we can all get it on PS4. Um, March 11th, we have uh, Monster Energy Supercross Video Game Four. Is that actually the name?
0: Yep, that's a fourth game. Yeah, so Monster fourth Energy
1: one. Supercross, the official video game four.
0: There are three other ones.
1: I'm surprised this lasted one game, if I'm being honest.
0: <laughs> Who's
1: buying these?
0: Uh, probably no one, but they're making them. Well, someone must be buying them.
1: I guess, man. And then uh, February 12th, we have Crash Bandicoot 4 coming out on Switch, PS5, and Xbox Series X.
0: Still not um, on PC.
1: Still not on PC. Um. I want to play Crash Bandicoot. I'll probably buy the trilogy and work my way up to four. I'd feel weird just jumping into four. But uh, that is it. This is all the news for this these last couple weeks. Sorry, I took last week off, but some shit came up. Uh, we should be back to a normal schedule here going forward. Um, all in all, man, great show. This is fun. I love doing this. I look forward to this shit every week.
0: Yeah, and I'll uh, I think I'm gonna be playing Loop Hero. Here, pretty um, next week. So Loop Hero, uh, that's the new game from uh, uh little uh, uh, damn, why am I Devolver?
1: Oh yeah, I heard about that one.
0: New Devolver joint, um, which it's like it's it doesn't it doesn't immediately seem like my kind of game, but it's got it's a roguelike <laughs> It's got a fucking banging soundtrack. It's got deck
1: building, which you hate.
0: (laughs) Deck building, which I hate, but it doesn't seem like a huge uh Mm -hmm. I mean it's it's a it's a core component to the game, but like it doesn't seem like it's it's that important. So I yeah. So I'm I'm gonna be trying it out here. Um probably Mm -hmm. uh my schedule's changing, so I gotta uh um I gotta like kinda work around it a little bit, but mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll 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 figure it out. Yeah, man. Um, Keep me updated. Yeah. Until then, uh yeah. this is uh Game over. Use, Gamer.com, slash Twitch, Gamerse dot com slash YouTube, Gamer.com slash Discord. Uh yeah. Jump in there, man. We're always in here, we're always chatting. Yep. Always got some shit going down, so
1: Talking shit, jarring shit. You know, come
0: by, say hi. Talking shit, go on the YouTube channel and go to that Pokemon rant that I did. <laughs> I am uh, gonna listen to that Pokemon rant. I'm
1: gonna is I severely, start to do like severely. but I'll listen to
0: your rant. It's only like twenty minutes, but it's severely downvoted and everyone hates it, so
1: uh, only twenty minutes. Yeah. Only twenty minutes. I love that. <laughs> it's the length of a TV show without commercials. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, well,
3: um, yeah, that's gonna do it here, so, thanks!